0: Daily devotional with Dr. Hancock. This week we are talking about distractions. What are distractions? Distractions are things that prevent someone from giving full attention to something else. Anything can be a distraction. Um, the eye gate, when we talk about the eye gate, we're talking about what you see. You know, sometimes the things that we see, it just really throws us off and we feel that we have to share what we see, but everything you see, you don't necessarily have to share. Matthew 6 and 22 talks about the eye gate, and it says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But keep in mind, you have to be so careful these days because we're easily distracted by the things that we actually see. You are everything, everything. It could be a car anything. It's so many things that are bombarding us at all times. So it's so easy for the eye gate to be distracted. Maybe it's a picture, maybe it's a movie, you know, now to binge, binge watching, you know, not saying that any of that stuff is bad, but you know, the eye gate is you have to be careful what you allow to go into your eyes and into your body through what you actually see. Matthew 7, Matthew 7 and 3, and pretty much same thing, Luke 6 is 42. It talks about um, speaking in your own eye. In other words, you th- you're seeing what's in somebody else's eye, but you're not even seeing what's in your own eye. And so the word says, And behold, and why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the being that is in thine own eye. So yeah, sometimes we're so distracted by what other people are going through. We can't even see what, that we could very well be going through the same thing together. So, but yet, you know, you can't see because we are so focused on the negativity from the other person or what that person is going through. And you have to be so careful casting stones because before you know it, you'll find yourself being distracted. And because your focus is on what that person is doing or what that person is not doing, that it becomes a distraction. The eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again, the feet, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Keep in mind that every part of our life, every part of our body um, has its own function. So neither one is more important than the other. However, you do need to see, you do need to hear. And we tend to use those different um, things to make sure that we are actually able to fully comprehend what it is we are looking at. every Again, the eye have different function than the hand have. We just have to make sure that we are using it for good and not to focus or get distracted by other people because sometimes you can really be distracted by what's on the TV. You can be distracted by what people are doing. You can be distracted by somebody got clothes on that are too tight or You know, a guy got on a suit that's too tight, and now your focus should have been worship, but now you're focusing on what that person has on. Proverbs 15 and 3 says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So again, just keep in mind there is no way you can go that God will not see you. So distractions are real. But the thing is to be aware of distractions and pulling in. You have the power over your thought and you don't even have to think it. And even if you think it, you don't have to repeat it. But sometimes we get so focused on making sure we repeat because we think it's funny or whatever, but sometimes they get into the atmosphere and now you just keep passing it on and on. And I heard someone say that if you want to focus on, something that is good, or even in the presidency, if you want to focus on Biden and Camila, then don't focus on Trump. But the more you focus on that thing, the more, or that person, the more, um, the more that person get, (laughs) you know, they tend to become your focus. So now you're distracted from what you were supposed to be doing because you are focused on that particular thing necessarily not necessarily bad not necessarily good but again you are distracted because your focus has left from where it should be to that particular person place or thing Ephesians 1 and 18 it says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of your calling and what what the riches of the glory of his inheritance and in the saints you guys just know that distractions are just that um your eyes can interpret That is why we have the Holy Spirit. So we don't become so distracted by things that we see. And if you look and search the word, you will notice that these things have been coming since the beginning of time. But the Holy Spirit is that game changer. You know, having that relationship with Christ is that game changer so that we don't become distracted in our eye gate. Because when you become distracted, sometimes it's so easy to become distracted, but yet trying to get back on task can sometimes be a real task in itself. So again, just be aware <laughs> that your eye gate is there for you to see and sometimes the things you should see but don't see. First um, John 2 and 16 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If a man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So again, the things that we see, everything is meant for our enjoyment, but sometimes because we may not have had growing up, or we feel like, okay, now that I can get it, I need to focus on getting it. Or it could be flip, okay, I've had this growing up and I gotta have this. So now, either one, the focus is not um, your focus should not be that, but those are benefits, you know, those are benefits, and just know that all things work together. Keep in mind because a lot of times when you see people that don't have and now they have, they become distracted with that and they hold on to it so tight, you know. And then the others, they become feeling like they are entitled. So watch your eye gates because what you put in your eyes and what you watch on television and what you see can distract you from your very purpose in God. So distractions are real. They are meant to do just that. That's the whole purpose. Keep in mind the enemy is the one that comes to kill, steal, rob, and destroy. But sometimes we give the enemy so much credit. He might not necessarily be the one distracting you. You might be distracted by what you see. And then again, it's just about turning on that light bulb and leaving it on so you can see what you become, and you know, if you're paying attention, you know what you become distracted by, and you know what you become distracted with. Um. So again, your eye gate is so important that you make sure you are observing the right thing. And if it's not the right thing, then again, minimum time on the wrong thing so you can get that eye gate back to where it need to be. Psalm 33, 18 says, Behold, the eyes of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. So it's important. It's important that you are aware of what distractions can do. It's important that you are aware of where you are. And it's important that you are aware of how you can be distracted. Because when you know yourself, then it changes everything. Because now, if you know who you are and you know the things that you can't do, and you know how you are distracted, the enemy can't come keep bombarding you with things that can distract you because you are well aware. Because keep in mind, this stuff is gonna leave. The word say in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. Keep in mind, it is just for a moment. It is just for a moment. So again, how, how are we to, to stay um, focused? Then you gotta stay in the word. You know, the word, I think for me, the word illuminates everything in my natural life. And when I have my relationship with Christ, then it reminds me and the Holy Spirit reminds me about the things and keeps me in line with the things that I should be focused on or not focused on. Um, Another place that we irrigate, what do you hear? What are you listening to? What do you focus on? What do you gotta hear? What is, I mean, again, it does not matter how we're being distracted. The point is we are being distracted. So we got to make sure that we are in and aware, I think turning that light bulb on so that you can know or focusing on you so you can understand this is how the enemy distracts me. Well, I'm distracted this way, so I won't do this until a certain time because I know if I do this before this time then I'm going to be distracted so our ear gate Isaiah fifty, fifty five, 55 and 3 says incline your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you even the mercies of David so again what are you hearing what do you believe to be true so again even in church it's your job Um, to, to search the word, even after you hear what you hear, because a lot of times you see people now are just really twisting the word of God. And in order for you to know that the word of God is not twisted, you have to make sure you do your own due diligence for your relationship. Proverbs 18 and 15 says, the heart of the prudent getteth knowledge and the ear of the wise Seeketh knowledge, So search it out for yourself. So when you search it out for yourself, now you're able to decipher what you hear and what you want to listen to. Because people say stuff all the time that's not right, but what do you want to hear? Because you get to decide whether you're going to allow what a person saying, and you know it's not right. You get to get to decide whether you're going to allow that in your life or not. So again, your ear gate is, is crucially important as well to make sure we understand and know what God is saying. Um, P- Matthew 13 and 15 says, For the people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes, they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. So yes, the enemy is there to distract us. He he will use whatever he can to make sure we're not focused on what we're supposed to be focused on, so that we'll never reach our destination. But the Holy Spirit is the one, that's that game changer, that would guide us to all truth, But in order for him to reign, you have to give the Holy spirit free reign to be able to lead you and guide you to what God is saying. It is a spiritual light bulb. And I say it all the time. It's a spiritual light bulb that you have to turn on. You have to love God more than you love this world. You have to love God with the love that he loves us. And when you do that, and then you give the Holy Spirit free reign, you won't become so distracted by the things that you see or the things that you hear because you will measure it by what the Word of God says. And when you're measuring it by the Word of God, that's your game changer. It's always going to be your game changer. Second Timothy 4 and 3 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, How many times have you seen it now? You know, now they're trying to say that the institution of marriage is different from what God is saying. We are being distracted by what we hear. We are being distracted by what we see. How common is it now to see two men together? Now they're trying to condition your eye gate to say that that's okay, but it's not okay. The word of God says it. And you either gonna believe what God said, and you're gonna stand on what he said, or you're gonna be distracted by the things that these people do. Keep in mind, once the enemy gets you out there, and that's all he's trying to do, he's trying to get you out there so that he can destroy you while you are out there. So again, these people who can't decide whether they wanna be men or women, but what were you born as? God didn't make a mistake. God did not make a mistake at all. You know, God did not make a mistake. So if you are a man, you are a man. If you were born a woman, you are a woman. So again, it's just the enemy come in and try and distort the things that are in our life. And now we can't figure out what in the world (laughs) it's supposed to be. Okay. The word of God tells us that eyes has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So know that God loves us. And if he loves us, then he has, he's already prepared the best for us. We just have to make a decision that we're going to not be distracted by the things that we see through our eye gate, nor the things that we hear through our ear gate, because the word of God is the standard in our life. We also have a mouth gate. You keep in mind what you hear don't, you don't always have to repeat what you hear because silence does give consent. So sometimes silence is the most powerful weapon too. And it can be if you know when to use it, but do you know when to use it? You know, say man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. At this point, the mouth of God is the word of God. So again, if you're looking to see what God is saying, even during this pandemic, in this season of your life, look at the word of God, you'll see what it says. And when you measure the word by the word, you will not become scared, you will not become upset, and you really won't be distracted by the things that you see, because the word of God has already warned us that this is what's gonna happen. So when you already know that this is what's gonna happen, it's a game changer, because now you just preparing for what's ahead. You, you already know it's coming. So now it's our job to prepare because we already know. And the father told us that it was going to come. Hosea six and five says, therefore I've hewn them by the prophets. I've slain them by the words of my mouth and thy judgments are as the light that goeth forth. Keep in mind from the very mouth of God, which is his word. listen to what the word of God is saying, your mouth, what you repeat is so important. And what you don't allow people to repeat in your ear gate, it makes the difference. Sometimes if you know it's not the truth, don't repeat it. It changes everything because when you, and and keep in mind when people say things, why are you saying it? So that you can just tell people, are you saying it so people can pray? You know, only God knows, God knows, you know, God knows, you know, So 2 Thessalonians 2 and 8 says, And then shall the wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Our mouth is up to us. You know, we're free moral agents and you can choose to be distracted or you can choose not to be distracted. But becoming aware of what the enemy is trying to do or what life can sometimes do. We give the enemy too much credit. Sometimes it's not the enemy. Sometimes it's just life, things that come in life, but we want to say the devil did it. No, the devil can't do but what we give him power to do. You know, and after that, you know, give him power, then he'll take it. But if you don't give it to him, he cannot take it. Acts eleven and eight says, But I say, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean hath any time entered in into the mouth. And when you Read the background on the scripture talking about um, Saul. He's talking about eating um, meat. So again, our mouth, what we say out of our mouth, what we put in our mouth. And we talked about last week. The week before, even the temple, your temple is a temple of the Holy Spirit. This is where God abides. So if God abides here, then the temple, just like our ear gate and our eye gate, is important, then your body is important as well. And how you treat your body, it's going to treat you just like you treat it. So no, you can't just decide to do anything with it or anything, eat anything, and now you're wondering why you're sick that part of your body is just as important as your ear and your eyes because it now is the physical body that you are working with and this is the temple of the holy spirit so if the temple of the holy spirit you got to make sure that you are treating your body correctly um hebrews 11 and 33 says, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lying. So keep in mind, you have power in your mouth. The word of God tells us that death and life is in the power of your tongue. How do you know that? Because the word of God says, as we speak the word, the angels excel in strength to perform the word. So what are you saying out of your mouth? Distractions are destined to come. You guys, the enemy come, but to kill, steal, rob, and destroy. So you're going to be distracted. You're going to be distracted sometime by your children, by your spouse, by your family, by how your family treats you or don't treat you, how your spouse treats you or don't treat you. So keep in mind, God is the one that make up the hedge in every part of our life. And if you're not feeling this, it's because there's something in you that's a calling for the Holy spirit, because you need that communion with your father. So sometimes we can be distracted. And then when you tell people stuff and you can't take it back, when you put it into the atmosphere, it's into the atmosphere. So keep in mind, you want to make sure what you say is what you say and what you meant to say, because you can't take it back. Once you put it out there, you cannot take it back. Once it's out there, It is out there. And you can ask God. God can definitely change any situation. But again, if you are aware of it, now you don't have to worry about putting it out there. Uh, Psalm 19 and 14 says, Let the word of, words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And sometimes you hear people say, well, I can say what I want to say because I'm grown. Okay, that for every action, there's a reaction and there's a consequence. So you make that decision. What you speak over your children, what you speak over your spouse, what you speak about your situation. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And you don't have to believe it, but it's really true. So as you pay attention to your mouth gate, then it won't become a distraction based on what you're saying. Okay. So you can be very well distracted everything sometimes even the very good things in life are sometimes can be a very distraction so again switching on that light bulb and making sure you are not being distracted by the things that are going on in your life and if you are being distracted it's just a matter of allowing God to do what he needs to do the Word of God tells us to bring everything to him The word of God tells us that he filleth everything everywhere with himself. So if you're not satisfied with with things and how things are going in your life, bring it to the Lord in prayer and let him take it and make it into what it need to be. So it no longer become a distraction because when things, when you are aware of things and the distractions, you know, it's a distraction. Now you can change it because now you are aware, but when you're not aware, that's why you always hear people say they are overwhelmed. They are this, they are that, because now it's like we, especially as Christians, we know it, but we don't always walk in the power thereof. But when you begin to consistently walk into the power that God has already given you, and even if you're backslidden, y'all, it's just a matter of repenting, Godly repentance is what bring about a change. And now these things that used to distract you through your ear gate, your eye gate, your mouth gate, they won't be a distraction anymore because the Holy Spirit, now you allow the Holy Spirit to rise up and to have his way. And if, in other words, everything that God has said about your life, if you allow the Holy Spirit, if you just flip on that spiritual light bulb it will change everything in your life. I promise you it will. Psalm 51 and 15 says, O oh Lord, open down my lips, and my mouth shall show, show, show forth your praise. So again, the praises of the lord the lord desires the praise of his people but as we begin to praise him then we would not we will be less distracted by the things that are going on around us or the things that's going on in our life so if we are less distracted that means our situation changed our situation didn't change but we changed in the situation i.e. the situation changed. So again, distractions are going to come. Just know that they are there to distract you and not to hold you. That's what this distractions are. And keep in mind the enemy, that's the enemy' purpose is to distract. Because if he can keep you from your purpose, then he's going to distract you with all kinds of stuff. But just know that the word of God tells us that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Those who are the called according to his purpose. And when you know you are the called according to God's purpose, oh, that changes everything. It really changes everything, everything in your life. And Romans 10, 10 says, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So again, everything that you do, everything that you speak, everything that you see, it plays a part. But when the Holy Spirit is on the scene, then those things that normally would just distract us, doesn't distract us anymore. So this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock.